morning everyone i'm coming to you all the way from the throne room of god to bring to you this morning's kingdom message i hope we are all doing very well i pray that god's word will speed ahead i pray that god's word will be honored wherever it goes wherever it is received i pray that god will accompany his word with his precious holy spirit with his power and with his conviction, in the name of Jesus Christ, I pray with thanksgiving. Amen. Okay, so we're still on the conversation between Jesus and the Samaritan woman. And the last thing we said concerning her was what she said to Jesus. She said, She said that, So I perceive that you are a prophet. Our fathers worshipped on this mountain, but you see that in Jerusalem is the place where people ought to worship. So, um, yesterday we were seeing that she wasn't really getting what Jesus was trying to tell her. But I want to give you a little background information concerning what she meant when she said our fathers worshipped on this mountain. Because maybe some people are thinking that, I mean, Samaritans are not um, Israelites. So what did she mean by our fathers worshipped on this mountain? Okay, so um, let me give you a little background um, information about the Samaritans and the Israelites. Now, when you read the book of Deuteronomy chapter 11, verse 29, Moses um, commanded the Israelites, okay, that was when they were coming from... Um, Egypt whilst they were in the wilderness when they were heading towards um, Canaan the the promised land um, they got to a place and Moses commanded them that when they entered into the promised land okay um, they should stand um, they should divide themselves into two okay so um, half of the tribes will stand at Mount Gerizim and half of the tribe also stand at Mount Ebal now what will happen is that when they divide themselves into two, those who stand at Mount Gerizim, um, they're going to pronounce the, the, the priests and the Levites will, will read out the blessings that God gave them. When you read Deuteronomy chapter 28, you find the blessings and the curses, okay? So when they stand on Mount Gerizim, they, would, they, should, they should read out the blessings. And then those at the side of Mount Ebal, they will also read out the curses okay so the bible tells us that in the chapter 11 verse 29 to 30 that um that was what happened when they were coming so half of the half of israel stood in front of gerizim all the other also stood at about to read the blessings and the curses according to the book of the law for the chapter 28 now however okay however after this was done However, Deuteronomy 12, verse 5, in that particular verse, Moses continued that, But you are to seek the place the Lord your God will choose from you among all your tribes to put his name there for his dwelling. So to so that place you must go, and that will be the place of the presence of God where you and your family shall eat and rejoice and in everything you put your hand to 
because that is the place that you have to present your sacrifices. Moses told them that Mount Gerizim is not the place where God is going to be, but you are just to pronounce blessings there. But when, as you move on, as you journey on, as you move on towards the promised land, when you get to the promised land, you have to seek the place that your God will choose from you. He will choose from among your tribes. Okay, so move on, but look for the place. God is going to choose a place where he wants his presence to be. Okay, so he was like in verse 10, he's like, but you will cross the Jordan and settle in the land the Lord your God is giving as an inheritance. Then to the place the Lord your God will choose as a dwelling place for his name. There you are to bring everything I command you. You bring your burnt offerings, you bring the sacrifices, you bring your tithes and special gifts. And all the choice possessions you have vowed to the Lord. Do you understand? Okay. Now, after this, when they go to the promised land, Later, later, later on, in the in the era of, of, of King Solomon, in First Kings chapter nine verse three and Second Chronicles chapter seven verse twelve, you will read that when Solomon had finished the temple of the Lord and the royal palace, and had succeeded in carrying out all he had in mind to do in the temple of the Lord and in his own palace. Verse 12 says that the Lord appeared to him at night, and the Lord said to him, I have heard your prayer, and I have chosen this place for myself as a temple for sacrifices. Do you understand? So what Moses told them before they entered into the promised land, this was the place that he was talking about as a prophet. So Moses prophesied to them that as you are going, you're going to find the place, look for the place, seek for the place. Because God is going to choose from among your tribes a place that he wants his name to be there. And God chose Jerusalem. As you can see, he chose Jerusalem for his temple to be. You understand? So indeed, the Jews were right in insisting that the temple of God was in Jerusalem. Okay. So it wasn't like... um. So what was happening was that um, this this um, this this Samaritan was saying that um, they are the ones whose fathers are the real um, whose fathers are insisting that the worship of God should be among Garrison. Now let me show you something too. Some, the reason she's saying that their fathers and why she's insisting that their fathers should be the ones we should listen to. Now, when you read Second Kings chapter seventeen, something also happened there. Israel, when Israel was exiled, okay, because they sinned against the Lord, okay, that was when um, when 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 they they did secret things and they were not doing the right things. Israel builds themselves high places in all their towns. Israel set up sacred stones and asherah poles on every hill and, and and under every spreading tree so what they did was that they were israel burnt incense like as the nations whom the lord had driven out before them had done those wicked things that god told them that they shouldn't do because these were the very things that the people there did and that was why the land vomited them out and so as they are going that they shouldn't do these things so the Lord warned Israel and Judah through all his prophets and seers, but they would not listen. Okay, Israel imitated the nations around them, although the Lord had ordered them that they shouldn't do that. 
So Israel forsook all the commands of the Lord, and Israel was now bowing down to all the starry hosts. Israel was now bowing down to the moon, bowing down to the stars, bowing down to the sun, and they were worshipping Baal. Israel was even sacrificing their own sons and daughters in the fire. They practiced divination and they sought omens. They sold themselves evil things, okay? So the Lord was very angry with Israel, and the Lord removed them from his presence. Now, Canaan was the presence of God because when you read Deuteronomy chapter 11, verse 11, Moses told them that the land they are crossing the genetic possession of is the land of mountains and valleys that drinks rain from heaven. Moses told them that it is the land the Lord your God cares for. He was like the eyes of the Lord your God are continually on it from the beginning of the year to its end. So you see, that, that land actually was the presence of God. God's eyes were upon that land. So the Bible says in, in 2 Kings chapter 17, verse 18, the Lord was angry with them and he removed them from his presence. So his presence was this land that his eyes were on. The land was very precious to him, God. You understand? The Lord rejected all the people of Israel. And he afflicted them, and then he gave them into the hand of plunderers. He he thrust them from the, from his presence. So Israel was taken from their homeland into exile in, in Assyria. Now what happened was that when they went into when they went to Assyria, the king of Assyria now brought people from Babylon, people from Kuthan, like some other places, to come and settle in the town of Samaria, so that they would replace the Israelites. Do you understand? So these foreigners took over Samaria and they lived in its town. Do you understand? Now when they came to live in the town, um, when they first came, because they were foreigners and they couldn't worship God the way God wanted to be worshipped and the place was a very sacred land for him, God sent lions into the land and the lions killed these foreigners. Now the people who were left went to report to the king of Assyria that the people that you have brought into the land, the foreigners, and um, because they do not know the way of the God of Israel, and they are doing things that God doesn't, the God doesn't like. Their God has sent lions into the land, and the lions have devoured the people. So what this king did was that he went to him. Um, he, he 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 ordered that a priest be taken from the captives, um um. From the captive that he had taken to um to Assyria, a priest taken the priest should be brought to Samaria to come and teach these foreigners how to live in the land to please the God of Israel, so that he would not afflict them with the lions. Now the priest came, and when the priest came, he was he taught them, but these foreigners still would not. They 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 would not to worship God the way he ought to be worshipped. They still served their own gods in accordance with the customs of the nations from which they had been brought. Okay? They still worshipped um, their gods the way they wanted to worship, even though they taught them. So, what we are doing is that they were, they were duplicating worship. They would listen to the priest and um, partly do what the priest said and partly would do what they also wanted to do. You understand? They, they still served their gods alongside um, in quotes, serving the God of Israel, you understand? So they came there, and history has it that some of the people, some of um, the Israelites who in the land, these um, foreigners came and they came to um, 
mingled with them, they intermarried with them, then they produced um, offsprings, you understand? So these Samaritans, Samaritans here are those foreigners that the king of Assyria brought from Babylon and the other towns come and, come and settle in the land of, 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 of Samaria, you understand? And I would, because they are seen as their fathers. Okay, they are saying that they are fathers. What they're going to say is that the, when the priests came, when the priests from, from the captives came to teach them, these priests that taught them um, the ways of God, they're trying to say that some of them are also, um, you know, of God because they were taught of God. So some of them are also of God. And so they are the ones who, um, who, whose word we should listen to. You understand these people did not like i said they didn't totally switch to god they only accepted what they wanted to accept they didn't totally believe in god so there was a part so they, they like they 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 kept for themselves or they chose what to listen to and what they wanted to listen to some included that the the, the, the worship should be at garrison did you get it uh-huh. And so they chose for themselves what they wanted to know and what they wanted to learn. And they chose that the mountain worship should be at Gerizim. And whatever else that they are doing at Jerusalem and all, they didn't really care about all that. They didn't care about the Solomonic worship at Jerusalem and Davidic worship. No, they chose Gerizim. That was what they wanted to believe because they also had their own shrines, they also had their own gods that they would sacrifice to. So that, was, so that is the, 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 the the history of the Samaritans, okay. So when she says that their fathers or their ancestors, as that was what she meant. So I like to end here. Um, I've taken so much of your time today. Um, I pray God keeps you, God guide you. I pray that God will cause His face to shine upon you. Have a very blessed day and stay blessed because you are blessed. Amen. <music>